Ladies and gentlemen, let's roll. Let's slap a number on this son of a dog. Uh, this is number 213. Is this Slappercast? It is. Or Slappercast. Yes. Welcome. We are at the tail end of our Florida, Arkansas, Atlanta, Alabama tour. And what a fucking tour that was. It was great. Yeah. Southern Fried. Southern, what was it? Just phenomenal turnouts and receptions and hospitality and driving conditions. Except now we're in Tampa. Yeah, this has been the worst. This has been the worst driving and the worst traffic we've seen on the whole trip. Is that a word of a lie? No. Anybody? Uh, no. So we have with us uh, young Turbo, young Smalley, young Heidi, and old man River. Uh, we are. We just left. Uh, the merch maiden off at the uh, hotel. She's uh, flying back as she's had enough of us. <laughs> a week in the van will do that with you. We are uh, just, we are so appreciative for a change. Um, so grateful for her, uh, all her hard work. She got rid of most of our merchandise uh, and we're just, we're, we're so grateful. Anyway, uh, anybody else have a good time? Me? Yes. yes. Give, give me a high point. Today, High point? Punta Gorda? For the whole tour. Uh, Give me another one. Gosh, probably today, yeah. I mean, this... Key West, yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Last night was great. Yeah. Insane. As far as uh, just incredibly enthusiastic audience responses, though, I think Punta Gorda <laughs> takes the cake. They were so ready for that today. Okay, okay. Here's a tough question. Hibernia, Little Rock, Arkansas, oh, or Punta Gorda. Yeah, get out, get out of that one, Houdini. Yeah. Yeah. And the Irish Brigade was pretty hot. It was. Yes. Yeah. Very receptive. So. Yeah. Yeah. We'll true. have to go back and do a rematch. Oh, That's I like it. Gonna... Let's go now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah both were awesome. Yeah. yeah. That was so intense. So fun. Yeah. I hope you. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is Tampa, boys and girls. I don't know if you can tell, so I'm doing a mere 60 miles an hour. They're just trying to kill everybody. I just, I, I, I hate bad drivers. Anyway, yeah, Hibernia, and I'm just saying numbers-wise, Hibernia and the Celtic Ray in Punta Gorda packed to the gills, and every single, I, I did not see a phone out any night. I didn't see anybody looking at the phone unless they were taking a picture. Yeah. I mean, a fully attentive audience. That's so fucking rare these days. Yes. We just, we just, oh my God. Anyway, so uh, Kel, uh, Celtic Conk in Key West, Florida. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. I know we say this all the time, but the staff, the staff, the staff, good God. They could not have been nicer. They could not have been more enthusiastic, more appreciative of what we do. And it didn't matter if we got up there and sung Rick Astley or Diana Ross. You know, it didn't matter what we did. They loved it. And thorough, we got to see some old friends and new friends. And I, I, I'm at a loss. And that's rare. Kicked ass. True. That was awesome. Yes. If you want to use that kind of language, okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So this this the Florida tour 
Gothic, whatever you want to call this, in Florida, Alabama, tour has come to an end. But we're not, we're not even close to being done. No, because we got a big that, week ahead of us. Thousand AM starts. Yeah. Yeah, it's over. Got a couple days to rest, and we're back in it. Back into it. One day to rest, sir. One day. One day. Yeah. Stop exaggerating. It hurts my. F- and also, just on, on a lighter note, too, I'd also like to say fuck daylight savings. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm so angry. So we, we had a. <laughs> the clock changed. What just happened? Someone just reached in and ripped it out. Yeah. So let me just set the scene for you. Gorgeous night in Key West. We did two nights. We did Friday and Saturday at the Celtic Comp in uh, Key West, and we uh, we, we just the, the, both nights were fantastic. Saturday night was e- extra epic because the crowd was there and ready for us. And Friday was a little bit. There was a big concert down the street, and it was kind of you know. And this is a new club, so it was hard to get the word out. Friday was great though. Saturday was off the wall, which is amazing. Um, so we spent the day after we left the hotel on Saturday. We were going to uh, drive and get closer to our Sunday gig, so we could have a little time to sleep on Saturday before we drove to Ponta Gorda to be at the Celtic Ray today, Sunday. I hope you can follow along at home. This is this is difficult. So we leave Key West and we're driving north because that's the only way to go unless you want to go in the water. So we're going north and uh, we had decided, Turbo and I decided that we're not leaving without jumping in the water. So we decide, so be it, off we go. And my friend Darren Nolan, who I've known, uh, a friend of mine from years back, before even on the dole, uh, I, I know I've known Darrell for a long time. Darrell was the original manager, general manager at Brian O'Neill's in Rice Village. Long story. Anyway, I asked him. I said that uh, because he lives there now. He lives in Key West. Um, and I said to him, I said, "Where's the best place to just? We're driving north. We're going to go to uh, uh, where was it? Homestead? Where were we stay last night? Homestead, I think. Like." Plantation. Plantation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I said, we're going to stay in Plantation. Uh, where's the best place on the Keys to just park the van, jump in the water, and go? And he said, St. Anne's Beach. Yeah. All right. What he didn't tell us was St. Anne's Beach is a nudist. I'm just kidding. It was last night. But so we arrived. We left the Keys. What time did we leave at? 11? 11, yeah, 10, like 11, 11, 11, 10 p.m. We drove for an hour and a half-ish. What was it? Yeah. It seemed later. Yeah. It was closer to 1, I think. Yeah, I think it was closer to 1, 1 a.m. Because the, 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 there's so many cops and the speed limit is so... This is this is why everybody's so old in Florida. Because the speed limit is like 5 miles an hour. And there's cops there to pull you over if you do 6. So it, it was just unbelievable. The, the worst... I mean, the the, the, the the van kept asking me, is there something wrong? What have I done? Why are you driving me like a little bitch? So, uh, we're, we're there. We're there. So we are extremely giddy. Why are you driving me like a little bitch? She, she did. She was, she was, she, she, she's never been, I've never been so gentle with her. She's like, what have I done? How, how, anyway, so, 
close to one o'clock in the morning, and we find a spot. We find we find St Anne's Beach, which is right before. Uh, it's, it, it's in Key Largo. Don't sing that fucking song. And uh, so we pull over, jump in the water. Water's gorgeous, and jump back out and get out. We had a, and we and Chad actually. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yes. So from a distance. Oh yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Look at the stars. Yeah, so lot, lots of fun. Blah, blah, blah. We um, get back in the van and uh, we're driving again. And uh, everybody's kind of tired and, you know, we, it was very, very warm on the beach, you know, and uh, Key West uh, up on the, the rooftop, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so everybody's kind of tired and sleeping and we're driving and I look at my phone I was like what time is your phone said we all forgot about daylight savings so now what was one o'clock is after two o'clock and we still have two hours to go to get to our hotel so we can get some sleep for a 2 p.m. start on Sunday yeah I was still so, a hours away right yeah, yeah yeah so we so it's just a, a nightmare situation so we couldn't get there fast enough only got, I, of course, I didn't sleep a wink, so we get, you know, four, what was it, four hours, four and a half hours? Yeah, there, Max? Bad, yeah. Yeah, um, at the hotel, and then we, uh, then we uh, took off to, um, to uh, Punta Gorda this morning, and so I was kind of expecting, you know, uh, that, that we set the scene for Punta Gorda. Gorgeous day, maybe a little bit of a, a, a trace of a cloud somewhere in the sky, and uh, what was it, 80 degrees maybe, 85? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty warm. It was pretty warm, but there was a really nice breeze. We were very, very lucky because of that. We'd probably be dead right now with that breeze. But we, uh, we, um, we, so we got there. The place was mobbed. They have, they have regular floor seating. They've got seating off to the side of the stage. They've got roof seating. They've got people in the back. It was insane, the amount of people that were there. Sunday afternoon, 2 p.m., we played two sets. Actually, really, just one set, because that was, what, a five-minute break? Um, and just played our asses off, and I, 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 I think Lori sold us out. I, I think we, we have to get more Patty's uh, Day shirts. I, yep. think, I think she sold everything. I think she's... Um, we're down to the last couple of LPs. She sold everything. She sold everything. It was just, just magnificent. I can't put into words how amazing this whole thing has felt. Every single show was tremendous. The turnout wasn't great in uh, Atlanta. Our friends, the Muckers, looked them up. Irish band out of Atlanta. Uh, Jeff and all the crew just were so good to us. And they opened the show, played a stormer, and were just just amazing. And they've also got a Kickstarter going if you want to check them out, the Muckers. Yeah. Um, Jeff put us up. Yeah, Jeff. We stayed at the Punk Rock Hotel in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, which is great. And yeah, it was wonderful. And yeah, I saw a bunch of old friends too at, at uh, Smith's Old Bar in Atlanta. Great venue. Great venue. Yeah. Um, um, Jareth running sound and yeah, Brit uh, behind the bar and just amazing room.
wasn't a lot of people. It's again, it's a Tuesday in Atlanta, and it's difficult for people in Atlanta to go out because they don't really have a baseball team. Sorry, sorry, Braves. <laughs> uh, great room, lot, lots of fun, but again, not, not a great turnout. The night before at the Nick. We're going to do a little bit of drinking music on a Monday night for you at the Nick Rocks, Birmingham, Alabama. We're delighted to be here. Amazing night. Just unbelievable. And not a great, again, not a great crowd. Monday night, we saw their open mic night, but the crew there, Jasmine and all the gang, uh, were really gracious to us. They, they gave us the stage. They let us use the back line, you know, whatever we needed, you know, just everything. Pirates play for me, boys and girls. Thank you. Tremendous. And then uh, Laura and Gloria putting us up in the... Oh, damn. Yeah. Putting us up in, in the brand new house on the mountain. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Fire on the mountain, run, boys, run. That how you missed out on. <laughs> yeah, yeah this is the uh, rated R part. The, yeah. The shower outside. I was like... <laughs> I came in. I was like, "That's the most freest thing ever in life." So, 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 what are you talking about? Please tell the kids at home. Their shower is outside, oh, so you wow. shower outside. Just, and what's the view? They have a big cutout. You're just looking over the mountaintop, and you can see the river and the trees. And I'm like, "This gorgeous." What is happening right now? You can, you can <laughs> so see surreal. From that, from Birmingham, Alabama. It's it, it's up the mountains from Birmingham. It's not in Birmingham exactly. Yeah. But you can actually see Atlanta. Two hours. I mean, it's just the the, the view is endless. Mountains, yeah. mountain ridges, uh, just endless. It looks like a painting. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. Grand. And and uh, so my my neighbors, my new neighbors, my new house, are uh, are uh, they have a they have a house in Alabama that they just built. Well, they designed it themselves. So the whole front of the house is basically just glass. So you're just looking over, right? You're just, yeah. looking, you're just looking out. So this. Just amazing and kids I'm talking about Alabama I didn't know they had anything like that in Alabama I just thought they had moonshine and you know moonshine but what else <laughs> you know but they were yeah <laughs> it was insane it was insane yeah it was free Heidi really sorry so Heidi had a little emergency and she had to go back and she's just we missed her we missed her terribly um Listen, I, know, I, I'm gonna, I have to say this about all these guys. Played out of their fucking gourds this whole tour. There wasn't there wasn't a night where I was kind of like, eh, we could have been. It was. It's just shocking. I'm just I'm in awe of of the intensity and the effort that was put in on this uh, on this trip. Just spectacular. Um, and so so we had we, we did a three piece in Atlanta. And, you know, they, they've asked us to come back. Uh, we're, we're definitely going to go back to that place. You know, phenomenal room. And uh, thanks to Jeff and the Muckers, we are going to, uh, we're definitely going to go back and do some work with them again. It was, yeah. it was great for sure. And we're also, we're, we're, we're not bypassing or overlooking the uh, Hibernia in, oh, uh, in, in Little Rock, Arkansas. Turbo's first time. Yeah, it was super rad. Hi, but, uh, Heidi, second or third? Second time. Second time. And uh, so let's start with you, the new kid. I thought the what was that thing you told the curry fries? Oh no, curry chips. Yeah. Curry chips. Curry chips. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I was just you know, with David Boyle in the kitchen. David Boyle's done his homework. Yeah. Yeah. Curry. Yeah. Kitty wants some curry. Yeah. Yeah. Show aside, but no, I I thought 
it's one of those places where you pull in and you feel like you're in your hometown. Like they just they're so friendly and they treat you well and kick ass crowd. And it's great. Good yeah. job. Heidi. Yes. Did you like it? Be honest. There. I love I it there. That's my second time there. And some of the same regulars or you know, fans of laggards. And they're yeah, it is like home. Oh, they they welcome you. And it's cool how they, they sit like they're watching a concert. They don't even yeah. you know, really come in like they're Phyllis and Woody are coming in, uh, to, to Ireland and they met us as we were just about set up. They, they'd come in and Phyllis was <laughs> shaking with, I mean, she just couldn't wait. And it was just, it was just so tremendous to, to see the, you know. Yeah. Because um, they've been there, I mean, pretty much every single every show. Every show. They have right. not missed a show since we started playing there yeah. 14,000 years ago. Yeah. Oh. The master Jim Reed, yeah, yeah. Jim yeah, Reed. Uh, the cheesecake finger. Yeah, uh, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Gator. Gator. Gator, Gator done. <laughs> there, there was a dad and his son that Parker. had driven how far? Like two What's hours? That? Oh, it's more than that, yeah. Drove, oh, that's right. They came up from Dallas. Yeah, his son had what, just turned 21, and they were excited to... He, the son knew the band. Yes. He, he's first seen us when he was like this big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, he said, uh, when you turn twenty-one, I'll take you to see them again in a in a, in a real bar. Yes. And they threw down. Yeah, they, they were so cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We just we you know, and Jerry has. We've said this a million times, but Jerry's just really put together a, a gem of a place in Little Rock, Arkansas. Jerry's from Dundalk. And he's just, he's toiled. Uh, he and Sarah, Sarah doesn't get enough credit. Uh, he and Sarah have put together this, um, it really, it truly is, it's not just a live music venue. It's a, it's an establishment and it's going to, the, the place has its, the, the, they've carved out their niche and they belong in Little Rock. They, 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 they kind of own uh, you know, a large part of the music scene in uh, Little Rock because his his tenacity, he just you know, their tenacity, you know, they just they, they they treat the bands well. They're they're very fair, they're very honest, and there's no TVs, there's nothing to distract you. There's a TV behind the bar, but that's in the complete opposite direction of the band. So if the band's not your thing, you can sit there and watch your you know sports center whatever the hell you want to watch but it's just uh, the, the volume's off it's it's all music and uh, Jerry is uh, like I say he's from Dundalk so we, we don't hold that against him but we uh, we uh, just pity him a little bit maybe he uh, Jerry is is uh, he's a lover of the arts all kinds of arts and he's just steeped in Irish music and he paints Great painter, great painter. I, I I own one of his pieces. Yes, you do. Um, I hang it above my bed. 
So, but we won't talk about that now. Anyway, so, uh, and then Irish Brigade, Lake Worth, Florida. Oh, so great to be back there. Let's start with Keith Miashad and um, Sean Hanley and um, Cheryl, the manager, and I just... Yeah. God. I mean, so, a little history. Let's go back in time. Uh, we were with Baby Bucks, uh, young Chris Buckley on fiddle, and uh, myself and Chad, and uh, some toenail fungus. Um, we we uh, we went there, and the late, great Davey Bryan, the late, great Keith Ahern, two dear friends of ours, uh, lived there. They are no longer with us, and we have just amazing memories of just sitting in the back room playing guitar telling stories just sitting up to all hours and that that room he, he, at that, that time it was called Brogues it's now called the Irish Brigade uh, and it's downtown Lake Worth and it's just the room is tremendous um, we, we, we did our own sound but uh, Sean Sean Hanley had loaned us the gear to use for the night, uh, my dad, my dad made it out. Uh, so I was delighted to see. Yeah, and, that's great. Uh, yeah, so it was nice for him to get to meet everybody. He, he does not care for Irish rock music, let's say, but he was so impressed with this lineup. Yeah, he was just. I, I, I have, I have text I can show you, but he has, he uses salty language, so I won't. But um, no, he, uh, he uh, just adored what we did and he could not believe the way that we transformed the crowd into uh, into our crowd yeah. like that he was blown away so yeah of course he's seen many iterations <laughs> of this band but he had a lot of great things to say both uh, you <laughs> and you hey <laughs> yeah he said this is a great great lineup you got going here great band yeah so I asked him, I said, say something nice, because I'm not going to yeah. fucking pay him, all right? <laughs> no, he's, he's, he, he's, uh, the, the kids were telling me about, um, we were driving away there, they were, kind of, I can't believe how much, you know, he, how much of your material he ripped off. I said, I know. <laughs> no, I like, we took a picture together, and then he's like, let me, let me see it. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, you want to like, pr- proof it? And he goes, yeah. And he looked at it, and he goes, Oh, I look good and I was like that's me and he's like oh <laughs> it was funny dude we just both look at each other and start laughing I was like yeah. you're awesome <laughs> uh, cool guy yeah 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 he was a big fan just yeah. uh, you know and I, it, it's funny watching him watch the audience yeah. you know like he, he's he's uh, scouted yeah well he doesn't he, like I said he, he, he doesn't fuck around when it comes to music he, he, he knows what he likes but he also he's uh, he, he's just you know got big uh, he, he sees the big picture you know he wants to uh, you know he wants to see what's happening he wants to see what the you know he's been a, he really has like I said Irish rock music would not rock music in general would not be his scene but he has always been a huge fan of you know, whatever project I had, you know, he's always a very, very supportive. So, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, really, kind of moving, not kind of, very moving. Uh, also, I was uh, I was gifted a uh, 
a Fender Stratocaster guitar that belonged to Davy Bryan that night. Davy's widow, Carol, uh, gave me one of Davy's strats. Um, and I have to tell you, I just, even now, it's really, really difficult to accept. Um, but one of easily one of my most prized possessions on the planet to own a strat that was loved and played by Davey is is uh, it would be equal you know like if, if I was ever given like a, a Rory Gallagher or a Gary Moore guitar it would mean the, the same because Davey's Davey Chad and I, I can't tell you the amount of times that Dave, uh, Chad and I have spoken about Davey's ability and his his passion and his love was songwriting and singer-songwriter acoustic guitar. You know, that was his mm-hmm. thing. But when you heard him play electric guitar, when you heard him, when he got a strat in his hands, I'm going to say this very gently, it's next to impossible to find a motherfucker, sorry, to Heidi, um, that can... That can that can play on the same stage as him. Case in point, I threw a festival years and years and years ago back at the Garden of the Heights, and um, we were it was I think we were going to call it some Elvis festival, <clears throat> but Elvis Presley Enterprises had written us a letter and said you can't use it unless you pay us, and it was an exorbitant amount of money. And then they wanted a cut of the thing. It was just way too much, but so we so we did a Houston salute to the king. And uh, we, uh, so so my idea was we'd get a bunch of bands to come through, and we'd pay them a little bit, you know, because again it wasn't it wasn't a great money maker at all. We were doing it for charity as well, but um, <clears throat> so everybody was going to do three songs or three or four songs, two Elvis, one of their own, two Elvis, two of their own, whatever, and that was going to be the the shtick for the day. And I remember one of the bands had finished playing, and I, I, I wish I could remember the names because I would rat them out right now if I could, if I could remember the name. But I was standing on the side of the stage, kind of helping them get the gear off, and and I heard one of the guys go, "Hey man, that was great! You're a kick-ass guitar player!" No, oh, no, right uh, He goes, "Best, uh, best guitar player here," something like that. And uh, Davey was walking up at that point, <laughs> that very moment with his. Strat and his his uh, I think it was the Fender Deville or something like yeah, his amp, and he was <laughs> he was about to go down. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he, he was walking on the stage, and uh, somebody said uh, somebody said, "Man, you're the best guitar player here." And Davey goes, "We'll see about that." <laughs> I fucking cried, <laughs> and uh, and he, but but he didn't say it loud. He didn't say it, you know. He didn't like, you know, like nudge the guy over or fucking, you know, like. And he went up and he played this guitar solo, and if you've ever heard somebody just fall into that song, if you've ever watched a guitar player and they fall into the songs and they close their eyes and they get, that's where he went. And he didn't do it. He didn't do it to, to shove that guy's face in the dirt. He didn't do it for that. He did it because that's how he played. And that's where his heart was. And he, 
but 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 he did do shit that day that I've never seen him do. I mean, he's oh, he takes a chew thing and then back up, and he, and he was killing it. Every note that he played sang like a bird, and and he played it at at speeds that you just you know thrash metal guys would go, hey, how'd you do that? I mean, he killed it, and that was his thing. He's just the most. Um, he's just big heart, but he's so passionate about his music and you can't so that was Davey and then Carol gave me one of his guitars and even now just talking about it I'm short of breath I, I'm um, so we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do a memorial service for Davey um, the end of this month it's gonna be the last Sunday of March I believe we're gonna put it on our site only because if people want to come out and uh, we're gonna have it at Molly's downtown um, uh, Molly's Pub downtown and uh, we're going to have um, we're just going to have some stories and some maybe some music and uh, we're just going <clears> to <throat> we're going to send them off Davey had a huge 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 Houston family um, and he worked at Rob, Rock and Robin for a while and for Whole Foods and uh, he played all over town and he was nice to everybody he was every single musician that he ever crossed paths with loved him because he was honest and he was you know so you know so so Davey is one of one of our one of our dear friends we will be uh, saluting him and you know as toasting him so yeah you know and St. Augustine too St. Augustine what a night oh yeah yeah we got to see uh, we got to see her yeah (laughs) it was like Brian Russell, uh, he's from Belfast in uh, in Ireland, and he gave Blackguards our first start uh, in Austin. Yeah. Sorry about that. He um, <clears throat> we called up a place um, on Sixth Street. It's gone now because they're yeah. Um, but uh, we called up this Irish pub, and it was supposed to be the Irish pub. We called them up. And we said, "Hey, we got an Irish rock band. They get yeah, so what." Well, we just wanted to come up and play some music for you. See if you like it. Nah, no, we've got barbacks that will play for a tip. Oh, good to know. <laughs> Incidentally, they called us not too long afterwards and said, "Hey, what about coming in?" I was like, "No, no, we got a place. Thank you." Yeah. Anyway, after I talked to them, I talked to Brian Russell at Fado Irish Pub on Fourth Street in Austin, Texas. Brian and I talked for a second. He goes, ah, Dublin. He goes, oh, well, I can guess I can overlook that, <laughs> you know. And he goes, oh, yeah, come up. He says, well, I'll pay you this. I'll feed you. And if we like it, we'll do it again. You know, we'll have it. So, Chad, man with the camera, and Churi Hoyset, Brian Vogel, myself, <laughs> jumped in the cars, headed to Austin. We played our best set, or the best songs that we knew. And uh, he came up to the stage, and he kind of looked at me like, that's pretty fucking good. He goes, can you play more? Play more tonight. I'll double the pay. And then I'll give you the calendar and you take whatever days you want. That was our first meeting with Brian Russell. Yeah. He is now working at a place called Meehan's in yeah. uh, St. Augustine. And we went and we tracked him down. Yeah. He walked up to the bar. Dude, his face was awesome. He walked up and because I don't, I don't know the guy. But you walked up and he's like, kind of give you that look like, can I help you? And all of a sudden he's like, Huh? Like, oh, yeah. dude, it was awesome. You could just see it unfolding on his face. And, oh, yeah. I know, but it was, 
was one of them. He was very moved to see us. That was awesome. As we were to see him. It's just been a long, long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, Heidi, I'm sorry you missed all that. Yeah, But you... you we'll we'll you, go back. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That was the first thing you said. Why, did, why aren't you playing here? Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask twice. monster above. It's a whole house. Yeah. With a, this huge uh, beer garden that extends like, pretty much wraps almost all around the, the entire... Circumference, almost the, like half the circumference of the house. Yeah, all the way in the back. They've got a stage out back. Well, they're renowned for their seafood. Like they're they're yeah. they're. I mean, world famous. Yeah. Their the restaurant is, and it was packed because of it. And Saint Augustine, if you haven't been, I don't know if you know this, but we know this oldest town in America. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? There you go. Yeah, yeah, we were there. But the thing I, I was thinking about this after we. Went to, to visit him. How much unfolded in our, in our career because of Fido? Yeah, and because of him, really. I mean, you know, people that we've met, you know, Patrick Fleming, um, Chris Steele. You know, we wouldn't. That's where Chris Steele first saw us. Obanis. Yeah, Obanis. Um, gosh, all the you know, so many, so many friends. Uh, pretty much Sherwood. I mean, Sherwood kind of happened. Our, our connection with Sherwood happened because of. Uh, Following it for the, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, but you know, <laughs> just the list goes yeah. on. Yeah, the the only thing the only, <laughs> there was <laughs> there was a couple of there was a couple of dogs there was a couple of dogs out of that too. We got hired out of the uh, out of Fado to play the Austin Celtic Festival, and go with me here for a second, kids. But imagine walking into a morgue, right? A morgue on a rainy, cold night and saying, let's have a party. That's exactly what the Austin <laughs> Celtic fellas. It was, it was just, I mean, it was just wee ones and walkers and just, but it just, it, it, seriously, it, it, it's about as much fun as, as, as a root canal. And, you know, the, just, it just felt like it was, kind of thrown together last minute and parking was crap and you haul your gear for it. It's just awful, awful thing. So I was, <laughs> I still, uh, I don't like that place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, just, we were not, that, that wasn't a good uh, pairing. No. They, they don't want rock bands there. No. So at least they didn't, I don't know. No, they still don't. I guarantee you they don't. Yeah. They want uh yeah, there were, anyway, but um, yeah, great times. And then Brian, um, uh, just Brian, uh, the people that we knew with him, you know, uh, that worked there, that we got to know. So it's just, it really was. I mean, when Brian ran that ship at Fado, I don't know. I, I just don't know if I've ever seen a tighter yeah. knit crew then then that was there yeah you know just they were very very tight he speaks very fondly of, of that pub and you can tell I, I know that everybody who worked with him loved him at Fado. oh yeah and you can tell all those people we just met there that night that we'd never met before you can tell that they loved him no question well just, even when I just walked in because I, I went in ahead before we parked just to make sure he was there and I went to the back bar just because it was at least at least busy and I could like, actually get the bartender's attention uh, quickly, and he, 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 he always said, Brian Russell, oh yeah, yeah, he's here, he's here, 
just just go inside. He's in there somewhere. And you know the way he said it, I could just tell he's he's speaking about somebody he likes. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and he, he, he's he, happy to to uh, tell you that. He's, yeah, but well, you, know. you know Brian's personality is. Think of Van Morrison's voice. It's just kind of it's welcoming. It's never up here. It's never down. It's just just right in the middle. That's Brian's personality. And when Brian puts a crew together, they all kind of operate in that space. Yeah. You're never going to say that. Uh, he's going to be right in the middle. And it's just a really great, just a, just a, just a nice blend of people. Everybody there, friendly, happy to see you. Just, and I've got to meet some of the owners and just, just class, class place. Means St. Augustine. Yeah. If you're going to Florida, don't miss it. And yeah. if you like seafood, Definitely don't miss it. Yeah, I really, I can't wait to go back and <laughs> yeah. spend some more time there. Go see the moonrise. Cool. Oh yeah, that was a that was moonrise. a that was serendipitous uh, thing. It was so unexpected, unplanned. Yeah. We're like, what's happening? Oh shit, I'm running out of power. <laughs> All right, it's funny. Do you want to kill real quick? Let's kill, 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 kill. Okay, so there's a song that every time I hear it on the radio, which is very seldom, but anytime I hear it anywhere, I can't keep from like hysterically laughing like at stoplights where people are staring at me wondering what's wrong with me it's, it's that song by Queen oh okay. oh break free I want to break free <laughs> Does it, isn't it I want to break free yeah I just I can't stop laughing it's, it's so ridiculously I don't know it's funny yeah does it sound like a song that you could write in like two seconds yes and then it just became this monster hit yeah yeah it's like they were kidding around like yeah. it was supposed to be in a cartoon yeah, well, the video for it, they were definitely yeah. having fun. I, I can't get through the song without laughing. That's Seriously, like, is this for real? This isn't Queen. This is Queen? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. That's my kill. That's a good kill. That's a good <laughs> kill. Okay, and Resurrect. Oh, Resurrect. Oh, oh. Um, the song I said the other day in the van. Oh, She's Got Away. Yes. Yeah, Billy Joel. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Love that. I love, I love the light being shown on the Billy Joel. Yeah. Billy Joel yeah. There's, there's there's a lot of stuff that is that can be. Definitely. You know. Yeah. It both both can go both ways. Yeah. 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 Great song. Great tune. Great yeah. words. All right, Chad, you're up. You're up. Final countdown. Okay, so I'm gonna do the same thing. I, this is my new thing now. It's like I kill and resurrect songs by the same person. Uh, Peter Gabriel, in your eyes. I thought you killed that. No. I killed Salisbury Hill. Oh. So, yeah, In Your Eyes, that, that was another one of his big hits. And it was uh, one of the big songs off the So, which, of course, was his big breakthrough hit album. It was like a prom song. Yeah. yeah. And it's a fine song. But this this is where his career, for me, started to lose. I mean, I started to lose interest in his direction. Because he started getting really kind of soft and, 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 and uh, sentimental and touchy-feely with his stuff and it's not that there's anything wrong with that it just was not what I what I fell in love with him for in the first place I like this edgy weird stuff so I mean mean, you hear that song the way you hear hear it a lot so I'm gonna replace that resurrect um incidentally this this piece that he did with Stuart Copeland uh and Stuart actually plays on so I think I think he plays on Red Rain not, I think he just plays hi hat on it. Stuart Copeland is Stuart Copeland is the drummer yes. of the police. Yes. Uh, and 
one of the greatest drummers in history of rock music. Also, just really hilarious, incredibly funny guy. And yes, incredibly talented and uh, smart. Smart, just Sexy. I love, I love him. I love listening to him. Yeah, all those things. But he did this this piece with Peter Gabriel. It's one of my favorite things that Peter Gabriel ever recorded. It's just it's called Across the River, and it's mostly an instrumental. And he did it. Uh, I think it came out of just them jamming in the studio. But it's this really kind of interesting, almost orchestral in the way that it's proceeds from one piece, one kind of segment to the next or movement to the next and, but that very very much so the highlight of the whole piece is Stuart's drums they're just fantastic and they're mixed really loud really heavy and um, really hot and so it, on the track it's just Peter saying I think Peter I think he maybe plays some synthesizer stuff but he's mainly just kind of doing some vocalizing uh, it's mostly nonsense vocalizing he's just kind of doing it stuff that he would do back in those days and then there's a few lyrics at the very end uh, which is basically just says across the river I go uh, so it's it's Peter Seward on drums uh, Ravi Shankar on not Ravi Shankar just Shankar That's a, I get those those two guys mixed up Shankar was a uh, a highly sought after uh, violinist back in those days I don't know if you've ever heard of him uh, he was very he did a lot of interesting, it was almost like a cross between Gypsy and Middle Eastern kind of style of playing. He had a really distinctive sound. Um, he played with Talking Ads as well. And uh, it's a Ravi, uh, not Ravi Shankar, it's just Shankar on, on violin and David Rhodes on guitar. And that was it, just the four of them. But yeah, listen to if only if, 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 if only if you can't stand Peter Gabriel and you don't care about Shankar listen to it for Stuart Copeland's drumming because it's just some of the greatest work he's ever done it's just fantastic Turbo, guys, Turbo you're up okay I'm gonna throw a curveball here uh oh I don't know if anybody's even heard this song Uh-oh. but I was kind of starting to tell the story are I think you, the other week are you killing? killing oh yeah kill killing kill, the kill. song so kill I must have been in junior high or early high or junior high somewhere around that age and that rap group Onyx came out and I was like oh I gotta get this I gotta be cool right and so I get this CD and uh, I just put it right in my CD player crank that thing up my bedroom I don't know how long I got it through into the CD maybe a song or two and my grandma was visiting she come barreling into that room didn't say nothing walked right in hit the hit the button the top of the CD player opened up she opened the CD broke it in half and she's like my grandkids are not listening to this crap. Wow. <laughs> Threw it on the ground. I was like, wow. "Oh my god!" I was Holy like, crap. "That was it." I was like, "So she liked it?" Yeah, she loved it. <laughs> so I'm gonna kill that band. All right. I, I, don't, I don't know. That story popped in my mind. I like, like that. We were talking about it. Yeah. So Onyx Thanks, main grandma. song was Slam. That was the reason why you got it. Was that main song they had? But okay. So I'm. Uh, I'm killing that. Wow. Nice. So, she killed it. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> she killed it. But. But I remember my dad was mad because he uh, he was like, I paid for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I digress from that. So anyway, that's the song I'm killing. So the song I'm resurrect is a who did the original Black Velvet Band? Who did the original? Yeah, who wrote oh, that? We, nobody knows. Nobody knows? Yeah, I think it's traditional. Just it's traditional? Yeah. I love that song, man. We threw it out. And I just What? Yeah. Get out. I'm resurrecting it. I just enjoy it. Let's 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 Alright, we're done. No. I, I like that I song. Again, I missed it. Kick me out? No, I mean, you, 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 you like You should leave me to load the gear out, man. So I'm good. 
No, yeah, I, was, I, didn't, I enjoyed it today. It was fun. And we had a request for it in Key West. Yeah. Um, uh, a Key West request, if you will. And uh, Barbara. Uh, Barbara asked for it. And uh, what Barbara wants, she gets, damn it. And so we did uh, Black Velvet Band. Uh, Barbara had studied in Trinity College in Dublin and had told me that she just, that was her song. And I was like, oh, okay, we'll give it a shot. I didn't know that you, 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 you heard it before or you yeah. haven't heard it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we yeah, we played it and everybody jumped in. I don't think we've ever played it before, but it, you, no. know, you know, for as bad as that yeah, song yeah, is. this lineup, you know, we used to, yeah. we used to be part of our, our repertoire. Well, we had, we, had a, we, we had a version of it, yeah. but it wasn't like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, all right. Well, I know we're we're, we're just about out of power, and um, uh, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna kind of do the do do the uh, the the smally thing on, on mine too. Then I'll just do the I'll do the same band. Cool. Um, so the song I'm gonna kill is a song called "Motorcycle Man" by a band called Saxon, and I've been playing Saxon for Turbo because Nigel Glocker, their drummer, is one of these guys. Definitely overplays Lars Ulrich, um, but is probably the one of the most uh, groovinest, yeah. tastiest, uh, and, and, and he's quite he's quite brilliant because he definitely overplays, but the song doesn't suffer because of it. So it's uh, you know, if, if you have a if you have a small plastic bag and you throw too too much cutlery, too much too many knives and forks in that bag, that bag is gonna fall apart. You know, this guy I don't know how he does it, but he fills this thing with you know sharp objects to the brim, but it never it never even comes close to busting. That's how his drumming is to me, and it's very Nick McBrain, Iron Maiden, very um, Brian Downey, uh, Thin Lizzy, very. Pick Withers, maybe Dire Straits. He's just got this huge vocabulary, and his kit is just ginormous. Every every drum known to man, and he plays everything like Nick McBride. But he uh, he's just one of these guys that just can just make the song. He keeps the song in hand, but he he also adds melody in his rhythms to the songs. So, Motorcycle Man is kind of one of those. To me, it's it's just it's just one of the throwaway songs. This is stuff I listened back to when when I was, you know, 15, uh, 15 16 years old, and songs like Princess of the Night, um, Wheels of Steel, Seven Forty Seven, Strange of the Night, uh, 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 Strong Strong Arm of the Law. All these songs were were just anthems back then. But the song that never died to me and the song I like to shine a light on is one called The Eagle Has Landed um, it's just it's one of those songs where uh, the the drums the live version if you if you listen to Warriors of the Road the uh, Nigel Glocker's drumming on that is takes the song to a whole nother level and they just just that song is just massive the sound is massive they play it so well that's one of their songs that they just can't do a show without performing so anyway uh, Saxon um, the eagle has landed 
and also completely, totally, 100% ripped off by Metallica. Um, oh, many, many bands have done it, but uh, uh, Master of Puppets oh. is complete, complete ripoff of Eagle Has Landed. Complete. Oh. They'll tell you that too. Yeah. It's the same. It's just amazing, you know, how close it is. But uh, and again, I, I, I'll, I'll keep Master of Puppets any day. I, I, I like that song, but. Saxon Eagle has landed Warriors on the road uh, Amazing So There's a thousand people That we did not say thanks to uh, You know That worked at the clubs That we met On on these uh, trips On this last trip Through town You know And everybody that helped us Along the way uh, Kate Scott Thank you so yes, much Kate, thank you. Uh, we, we can't go through All the names All the people That bought us breakfast That said I mean just Yeah You really did You just you know, start with Lori too, who just worked her ass off for us, <laughs> and we threw her off at the bus stop and saying, "Get make your way home." You're welcome. No, but uh, Lori, and then uh, uh, these guys were playing out of their minds, and just everybody that we can't mention that we just we're, we're exhausted right now. We've only got 15 more hours to drive. So, uh, but I, I just I personally I want to thank these guys. I, I don't know if I've ever had more fun consistently with better players than I have on this trip. This has been out of my fucking mind. Out of my, just, everybody playing so well. Under the worst circumstances, the, the, the heat's been amazing in Florida, amazingly hot, but, uh, and the, the, the hours on the road have been grueling, but there's never been, we've, there, there's not been a crossword, there's not been a bad temper, there's not been a, even a slip up, as far as, you know, thing go and it's just it, it, it's a joy yeah. but you listening and watching thank you and Patreon thank you and yes. I just I, I, I just can't wait to play for you I can't wait to show you what we're what's coming it's exciting yeah, yeah. thank you lots more to come this month alone for sure alright y'all alright we'll see you next week yeah O'Bannon's Paddy's Day yeah don't go don't go missing that alright alright cheers did they beat the drum slowly? Did they play the fight for loading? Did they sound the dead march as they lowered you down? Did the band play the last post and chorus? Did the pipes play the flowers of the fall? Did they beat the drum slowly? Did they play the fight for loading? Did they sound the dead march as they lowered you down? Did the band play the last Play the flowers of the fall